Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2019 is brought to you by our Indiegogo producers, Richard Kreutz-Landry, Robert Anderson, The Drinking and Screaming Podcast, The Ostium Network, Damian Sidlow, Max Kasparek, Aaron Keon, Kyle Decker, Rocky Lee, Ryan Bolter, and Neon Green Tiger. A very special thank you to all of our Indiegogo supporters and to the IPM organizational team. And now, on to the episode. You wake up cold and alone, a new power running through you. Just call me Taro. Oh, my name's Meredith. Mary Burrows. You can call me Natalia. We wish to offer you a pact. All you have to do is choose. Don't hit my friend. You're bigger than this now, but you can keep it because you made it. And when you make something, that matters. Whenever he grabs Tarot's arm, Tarot does his best to like flex it a little <laughs> bit. The Mortal Path is a 5th edition D&D podcast with goofs and plot galore. Head on over to themortalpath.com to subscribe on your podcast app of choice. Friends! We'll never be friends with dirty humans. Well, I'm a human, but I'm not a town human. Don't particularly like towns. Don't particularly like this town. Do like cows, and I like freedom. Prove how much you like cows. Turn into a cow. Shit, that's heaps. <laughs> <laughs> Queer Dungeoneers, an actual play podcast about being who you are by being someone different. I'm Diana. I'm Zach. And we're Heartpoints, a duet actual play podcast about living your best fantasy life as a married couple. Well, don't say that. Arguing over die results? Better. We play short and long form indie RPGs. You can check out our finished Dungeon World campaign, Segaranza, now. It's about a pushy know-it-all who discovers herself and ruins a city in the process. A guild princess who uncovers a conspiracy in a city full of mystery and magic. Ah, same thing. Check us out new episodes every Monday. And have a very, very nice day. Hey friend, have you ever wondered what happens when a journalist and an accountant each hop on a train from the big city and start a new life in a small, fantastical village? Heartbeats, a heartwarming fantasy, is a fortnightly podcast that seeks to answer that very question. It's often cute, sometimes funny, and very occasionally mysterious. We hope you'll join us in Heartbeats soon. Hey friends, Xander from the future, letting you know that this is a special actual play episode of Ryutama for International Podcast Month, a very fun, amazing event that I am super happy to be a part of again. I get to play with the amazing Yubi from The Mortal Path, the super hilarious Sammy from Queer Dungeoneers, and the really cool and chill Zach of uh, Points. You could find like more really cool actual plays, some uh, audio dramas, some really cool nonfiction shows as well for uh, just for International Podcast Month. And you can find that at the website, internationalpodcastmonth.com. Now, without any further ado, let's uh, get started. Pretty sure I'm going to say that again, aren't I? So how are you three doing today? Good. Doing okay. Doing pretty well. Out of character or in character? Either. Good. Both are good. <laughs> Excited to play this game that I have never played before. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, for you listeners, we are recording a uh, special fun game of Ryutama for uh, International Podcast Month. To get us started, uh, Sammy, will you tell us about your character real quick? Yeah. 
my character, um, her name is Elsa Muckraker. Um, she is a farmer uh, from a swamp in the lovely town of Mudsdale. <laughs> and um, she's been sent out from her home and she has three rowdy uh, stench cows who she's taken with her and she's going to go find her own swamp. So it's a cool home. <laughs> yes. She's got to find her own swamp. <laughs> she's got to find her own swamp. <laughs> and Yubi, tell us about your character. I am playing Taolin. They are non-binary, same as me. We'll keep it nice and simple. Um, they are a artisan and they do, they make hats. They, they're a hat maker. There is a word for a hat maker, but I've forgotten it and I didn't write it down. So they're a hat maker. Um, and they dress in like lots of pink, lots of like warm pink furs and glass beads. If you've ever played Horizon Zero Dawn, it's a little bit like the um, Nora tribe kind of style is what I'm imagining. So lots of like furs and beads, but it's but it's all pink, um, which is a little bit weird because they come from a very hot little village called Gogorgi, and they have decided that they want to get really good at making like super fashionable hats and fashion isn't really happening a lot in Gogorgi, so they've decided to go out into the world and like discover some very good hats. They are wearing a particularly amazing sun hat which is one of the items I bought because I didn't really know what I was doing. So it said hot, it said hot plus one. And in my defense, I thought that meant appearance, but now I think it probably means weather now that I've read a bit more, but I'm sticking with it. So I've got a hot plus one <laughs> sun hat that is just fantastic. And Zach, uh, tell us about your character. I am playing uh, Pazuya. You can call her Paz. Uh, she is a noble uh, w magic type. Uh, she comes from Zora Dawn, and her family are knights. They are uh, protectors of Zora Dawn. They're kind of, it's their kind of job to make sure that Zora Dawn is kept safe. And uh, she is uh, being raised in that noble tradition, and uh, is insanely bored. <laughs> um, and is very excited to be to be going out into the world uh, on on missions to help people. But she is a little bit um, she can be a little bit stuck up and is working on it. <laughs> she also carries uh, a massive she carries a massive claymore, uh, and she has uh, I think her personal item is um, I think she has like this uh, bronze headpiece that wraps around the back of her head um, and kind of like up to her temples, and she keeps her hair in a bun above it. Nice, oh, that's really cool. Very good character so far. I'm very excited. Um, and also for our listeners, I'm Xander, and I will be the storyteller uh, for this adventure. Uh, we start in the wonderful town of Zoradon. The streets are, are full of beautiful waterways, beautiful buildings, and you three have been invited to see the great grandmaster, who everyone just calls Gramps, as he's requested y'all's help with a uh, daring journey to recover some sort of lost relic, where he's just sitting on a rocking chair, 
in his like big wizardy looking robe and big bushy uh, beard that is tied on with string wrapped around his head and a big floppy wizardy hat. Love that hat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Elsa, Talon, pause. Thank you for coming so early. Howdy. Hi, it's a pleasure, Gramps. You've got no problem here. Can I just have one more wee look at your hat? If that, if that's all right with you, I just love that hat. <laughs> of course, of course. And he hands over his his big floppy hat. You're pure brilliant, Gramps. Thanks. I'm just gonna have a wee look at your lining. It's just done so neatly. Oz like shoots a side eye at at uh, Talon and is uh, and then kind of like shakes her head and she turns back to turns back to Gramps and does like a little bow. She goes, uh, "Of course, Gramps. Um, whatever we can, whatever way I can help, I am eager to be of service." I'm going to turn to to pause with the hat still in my hand. Oh, you've got a pretty nice little like headband hat thing too, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Where did you get that yes. from? Mm-hmm. That is a sign of my family, and I would have. She like touch, She like puts her hands over. <laughs> she, please, please, um, please leave it be where oh, where where it is. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, mm-hmm. I would never touch a hat without explicit consent from the hat owner. But it is a beautiful hat, and if you do ever let me hold it, I'd be much obliged. She goes, okay, all right, yeah. And she takes it off and she like shows it, like hands it over to you. She's like, oh. okay, you can, you can, you can take it, you can look at it. Just uh, be careful, please. Uh, of course, I have the utmost respect for all hats, no matter if it's a wee beanie or a great big top hat. They're all equally important in my eyes. This is a lovely specimen. <laughs> does Elsa have a hat? Uh, Elsa does not have a hat. I do not have a hat to call home. <laughs> You know, I think that we should actually fix that because a hat would look just lovely on you. Well, sizzle me like a sausage. You get me a hat. <laughs> I would love to make you a hat. It would make me the happiest hat maker in the world. Ah, <laughs> uh, can you get me a good swamp hat? One that'll do me good in a swamp? A swamp hat? I've never heard of a swamp hat. What would a swamp hat entail? You're going to have to tell me all about what's in a swamp for me to make you a good swamp hat. Oh, well, there's a lot of muck, and there are some bad cows, like Betsy! Betsy, stop chewing on that good man's beard over there! <laughs> Gramps is just, just chortling and petting, like, the, the cows that are now surrounding him. So they're chewing on his, his beard. I'm gonna give Paws her hat back, and I'm gonna give Gramps his hat back, and I'll turn to Elsa and I'll say, I tell you what, I'll do you one better than one swamp hat. I'll make you one swamp hat but also three cool swamp hats how's that a cow with a hat i can't think of anything better well, grandmaster I, I am i am so sorry for this and i think i think Faz is like trying to like trying to get in between the the cows <laughs> and, and grandmaster's beard i i am so sorry grandmaster please um i'm i'm, I'm very sorry for this oh pay it no mind though and he reaches up uh behind his beard pulling out a a small scroll i need y'all to get me the tome of memories tome of memories oh i remember that being in the letter tome of memories didn't sound like a hat 
<laughs> well, it is in the old ruins about far west from here. And he hands over a the, the scroll. This is a crude map that'll help guide y'all there. Did you draw it? Of course I did. What Grandmaster wouldn't? Well, don't put yourself down there, pal. It's not going to be crude at all. It's going to be made with love. And that's far more important than any sort of technical skill you may or may not be having. <laughs> and on the, the scroll that he sent y'all uh, is a very crude drawn map uh, that just kind of has like three big circles in different colors, green, uh, blue, and gray. And then the green just says uh, Evergreen Valley. Uh, the blue says the Crystal River. And the gray one says the Zayrun Ruins. Why, well, I couldn't tell this map from a horse's behind. I, I don't think you've actually made this one with a lot of love, Gramps. I think you've just kind of scrolled it, to be honest. So I'm taking back my words. He just clasped his heart and just like in shock, just... <gasps> I'm sure the Grandmaster simply means that uh, given... Um, Elsa's uh, wonderful and valuable cows and uh, your fascination with headgear that perhaps my uh, affinity for um, direction may come in useful. Isn't that right, Grandmaster? my cows do not follow directions. (laughs) They do not believe in them. (laughs) North! What is North? statement is there something else they do believe in that's not directions or is it just a full out not believing i think they believe in the chaos of the universe not much else (laughs) that sounds about right actually i admire that in a cow a cow with an existential crisis would be a very difficult thing to be with for an extended period of time Uh, but gramps stands up you know he just uh, creaks on out of his chair all right well I'm going to go take an um, important grandmaster meeting. Hi. <laughs> Off you three go. And he slowly uh, makes his way into his um, home. Oh, I do love Gramps. He's always cheery, isn't he? He's always a good, good lad. Uh-huh. Yes, the grandmaster is very wise Pat says as she's like still staring at this non-map <laughs> I can't I draw a map to save his life but he's a sound man right so you're gonna be leading us then um I suppose I c- yes I will do that are we all kitted out for this are we just good to go because I've got like everything in my bag pretty much but if we need to get anything else I'm down for that well, you- I've got everything we could need right there in a Oh, well, it's it's on one of the cows. <laughs> one of the cows has got it. Do they all have, like, backpacks? Oh, yeah. I'm now very curious. What kind of cows are these? Are these, like, Holstein white and black? Are these, like, Highland cows? Highland coos! Wow, these are hair? fun swamp-bred stench cows. <laughs> so, so you can see with these cows, they look a lot like sort of the, like, white and black dairy cows. Um, except the white is sort of tinged grey, and then the <laughs> black is sort of tinged green. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> and they give off an odor. I'm gonna just um, I'm gonna open my little like I've got a herb bottle was another thing that I bought, <laughs> and I'm gonna just like tie it under my nose with a bit of string so that I'm just like <laughs> smelling the herbs, and I go, you know, just to keep me going. 
nice little whiff of whatever's in here instead of a big old whiff of that. No offense. <laughs> very, very resourceful, Talon. Aye, thank you. I do pride myself on my problem-solving skills. Well, if the two of you are prepared to set out, then I suggest that we make haste. Aye, I think that's a great idea. Also, if you keep your eye out for any uh, weird-coloured little creatures, if you just let me know, because I'm looking for some extra fur for a couple of very fancy hats. You know, like a... Well, pink... my cows are green, well, but uh, please th- don't skin them. Well, that's, you know, that's what I was thinking. However, could we maybe have a little chat about if there's an accident and one of them does unfortunately pass away during the journey through no fault of our own, in which case we might be able to work out a little bit of a deal vis-a-vis the leather. The death of one of these three perfect cattle would be a devastation to the Mokrika legacy. And I I hear you and I appreciate that and thank you for sharing that with me. So, pals, you're, uh, and as we're like walking, we're leaving the village and we're heading towards, so you're from around, you're from here, right? Is what you mentioned earlier, I think. Yes, my family is deeply tied to the Zorndon city. Um, We protect it, we keep it safe. Um, It is my family's sacred duty that's wonderful. She nods um, and she says, it is and I'm very happy to be leaving today. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I suppose a whole lot of nothing happens around here, right? My family does a very good job which means, no, nothing ever happens. <laughs> that's fair. Boris! Boris, stop digging holes! I did not know cows did that. That's fascinating. They don't! Before this does! <laughs> Has Bortus found something or is it just a hobby? I think it's trying to trip people over. <laughs> oh, it's got a playful spirit! Yes, he! Uh, y'all spend a little bit uh, walking out of Zordon and in a bit ways uh, outside of town to y'all get to the uh, kind of the beginning of the Evergreen Valley. Uh, which from y'all's position, the Evergreen Valley is kind of lower down this uh, beginning of this hill. It's full of just lush trees and grass and has like a little river going through it. It's very beautiful. And on the uh, path upward, you see this um, this fellow traveler with blue denim pants, a white shirt, a blue vest over top, has a large backpack topped with a bedroll. And they're just coming up and they keep tripping over every, like, just hole that seems to be on the ground. (laughs) What Boris? (laughs) (laughs) And he gets closer to y'all. Oh, hey there. How y'all, how y'all fellow travelers do do doing? Paz just looks to Elsa, just, just waves. (laughs) Elsa. um, Why I am fine is a carrot in a field of parsnips. That's pretty fine indeed. Very, 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 very fine indeed. <laughs> so say, say, hmm, hmm. And he just exaggerately strokes his like clean uh, shaven chin as if he had a magnificent beard. Y- y'all three seem to uh, seem to be lost. Can I can I offer you in a in a map? Now we are not lost. We have a perfectly good uh, smudgy map here. I don't know if it's perfectly good. Can we just have a, maybe a little look at the map that we're being offered? Do you have any hats, by the way? Oh, uh, no hats, but I do got this map. But if you want this map, you got to pay for it first. 
Can't just let anybody see it. You got some of them smart people who can memorize stuff. Well, I, I assure should. you, it's not us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like turn back. Well, you two got the city smarts, but I think I can deal with this situation. Please. What are you asking for it? You want one pail? One pail of stench milk? Of what? Stench milk, you say? <laughs> Why, I do sure love me some, some stench milk. Uh-huh. Smells like a jury in feud and tastes like leather. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Mama's farm used to make. <laughs> Take my map. Give me give me all the pails you got. Alright. I just got just gotta milk this cow. <laughs> this is um, I tend I tend to pass you. and I go. This is absolutely fascinating. Have you ever seen anything <laughs> like this in your life? No, I hadn't, and if the gods had blessed me, I never would have. <laughs> you you produce a uh, a few pails of pails of uh, this uh, great milk that's in a questionable color. Oh, it is not great. <laughs> <laughs> this, this this milk, uh, mm. if it could be called that. Uh, the the man hands you the rolled up map takes his pails in in his arms like like if they were a bunch of groceries and starts <laughs> skipping on away. Oh, y'all be sure to kind of avoid the octofrogs. They're on a oh. migration uh, as he goes in. <laughs> and soon y'all just hear, oh no! And he starts tumbling down the hill as he falls, uh, tripping through one, one of Boris's holes. Curses! <laughs> oh, that was... <laughs> that was... Truly a sight to behold there, Elsa. You are a master of bartering. Yeah. All right, well, let's take a look. See this here map. Yeah, uh, y'all take a map and it says uh, Bryce's amazing, super cool map. And it's Bryce with an I. It's a map of the Crystal River. And it has some hand handwritten notes. You know, I do feel there is a deficit of good maps of the areas we are traveling. I mean, this map's okay. It's better than the first map. It does say things like, might be false. <laughs> I also, I'm seeing a lot of incredibly very dangerous and pain and the void. I am not particularly concerned with what Bryce with an eye thinks is dangerous. I think we should be more than capable of managing ourselves. The dangerous path is also labeled the fastest. Aye. Now, but you know, there is that path that leads to very shiny crystals, and they do look particularly fantastic in hats. <laughs> Why do you think you could use one of my hat that you're making for me? I think I absolutely could. Bedazzled coups would be fantastic to see. Well, that's fantastic. Just so you know, my favorite color is a grayish kind of brown. That is a very important piece of information to know because the hat should be made specifically for the hat wearer, not the other way around. Talon, normally I would insist that we take the faster path, but you have swayed me with your quest for artisanal perfection so if if it feels important to you that we see these shiny crystals then i suppose i could be swayed 
Well, Paz, I really, I really appreciate you saying that because it does mean a lot to me. I also, if this path is a wee bit slower, but it's less dangerous, we might want to try doing that one, you know, on the way in. And then if we're feeling really, you know, like we're doing a really good job, we could take the faster one back out, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent point. Um, do you think I could, uh, Xander, do you think I could roll my educated to see if I know anything about these octo frogs that I'm a little concerned about? <laughs> yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay. And I rolled an eight. So octo frogs are picture an octopus if it had like the head of a frog. Terrible. And oh. all all its like eight appendages all ended with little frog feet. I oh. hate it. I love it. Uh, and they they walk around uh, from one lake to another during its migration season. And they do this by uh, slenderly walking and singing a very beautiful song while they do it, like a trumping march. Oh, that doesn't sound terrible at all. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why Bryce was so worn up about those uh, octofrogs. They're uh, wonderful singers and their migration, I've read, is a beautiful sight to behold oh i'd love to see it oh yeah maybe we should try and visit them on our travels (laughs) (laughs) a nice little you know a little if we see one from a distance we might just you know head over in that direction for a half mile or so see if we can get a better view type thing Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) maybe they know some country tunes that would be lovely do you know any good country tunes why I do, but I have been forbidden from singing them. <laughs> who, has, who has stifled your beautiful voice? Who has done that to you? Talon, Talon, Why Talon. there is something called a federal ordinance saying <laughs> that I am not allowed to sing? <laughs> well, that, that hurts my soul to hear, Elsa, because singing is a beautiful, personal, intimate thing, and I'm sorry that you've been banned from doing it. Why, it may hurt your soul, but so would my singing. (laughs) That I do not doubt. Your love of craftsmanship is admirable, but there are some things that should never be made. (laughs) (laughs) I I have seen a dire hat in my lifetime. Alright, so you all set forth through the Evergreen Valley. Uh, There are two paths uh, that are presented to you. Um, which path would y'all like to take? From y'all's vantage point, y'all can see to the path to the left uh, by uh, passes by a large lake. The other path just kind of seems more of a, a straight shot through uh, the Evergreen Valley. Well, I think we should head round about the lake if we want to see these octofrogs, don't you think? Well, that is intelligent. I pride you on that good thinking. Oh, Thank you very much, Elsa. Plus, I think Londo needs a drink. Aye, well, that's also very important. You can lead a coo to water and it will definitely drink. Mm-hmm. Unless you need it to. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that sounds about right for coos. And with that, can y'all make me a travel check? Our first travel check. Ooh. Uh, well, that is an eight. Oh, no. I did the worst I could do. I rolled a two. Uh, seven. Seven, so eight, two, and seven. Alrighty. You'll make your way uh, to the left, being led by Paz, the noble knight, who is making sure y'all are all uh, okay. And 
Y'all don't run into any real problems as y'all get uh, closer and closer to the lake. Though, as you approach the lake, y'all start hearing this trumpety kind of sound uh, further down the road. Do you hear that? All of the cows start uh, mooing are attempting to moo in sync with the the sounds. Oh no! Boris! Lando! Betsy! You know the federal ordinance applies to everyone in Mudsdale? <laughs> what if they catch you? <laughs> the the cows look look to you real sad and, and start lowering until they're quiet, until they, they have stopped. Why thank you! Though, can y'all all roll me um, perception checks? Well, that is a six. I also rolled a six. Five. Five. All right. So you all hear this pretty easily. The The sound of this uh, marching music comes closer and closer to y'all. And you start hearing the, the puttering and sticky sounds of dozens of octofrogs that y'all are now able to see as they come really quickly towards y'all. Are there any that look maybe like sickly or old or wounded? Yeah, you you see, none of them look uh, sickly, but there are a few that seem to have like a few cuts and bruises, probably from uh, their journey through the woods and whatever else they have journeyed through. So I have trapping as a skill. Um, Can I like Mm -hmm. try and, and I have trapping and crafting. Can I like try and set up like a trap really quickly that will like take one of the 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 ones that as maybe more injured maybe like a rope trap if they stand on it it'll like woo them up into a tree type thing well you're not gonna make that into a hat are you well i think it'd be a lovely hat several hats maybe all right yeah yeah you could definitely try it what does everyone else want to do as these octofrogs are coming closer are they so it sounds like they're just like taking up the whole road like coming towards us yes um i think i think paz would definitely draw her sword i think though she would try to get off the road like i think she'd like try to get out of the way and hope that they just that this migrating herd just kind of like keeps going wherever it's going but would definitely draw my sword just in case <laughs> just to, just to be prepped yeah already and sammy what is elsa going to do um i think the frogs would remind elsa of of her home in the swamp and so i think she'd just be uh i think she'd like sort of be slowly walking towards them just soaking in the beautiful music um the ones at home didn't have eight legs uh but you know, life is a series of diverse experiences. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Twice as many legs? That's gotta be twice as good. <laughs> and they sure can't sing better than anything at home. And pause, you are getting out of the the line of of octofrogs. Yeah. To, to the side of the road to make way. And Elsa is walking toward him. <laughs> I think I think Paz like reaches out like out into the air, kind of like Elsa, 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 and then as Elsa just like keeps going, Paz just like mm, okay, all right, okay, oh, all right. So all these octofrogs are charging and getting closer and closer, and Elsa, you are 
pretty close, and these Octofarks do not seem to be stopping. Why don't you slow down there? Uh, oh no. <laughs> Why well, see here? <laughs> I need I need a little bit of space, froggies. I love you, and I love your legs. They are very creative, <laughs> but I got needs. <laughs> I'm gonna try and convince them to, to not run me over. Okay. Um, then roll me uh, spirit plus spirit as you're trying to communicate to these animals with your with your just uh, raw emotion that you're trying to like well, give off. Well, if there's one thing else has got, it's spirit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Well, that is a ten. The the octofrogs uh, come closer and closer, and they're like a foot away from you. I would love to cast a spell if that's okay. What spell? What would you like to cast? I'd like to cast Winter Sleep on the ones that look like they're going to do the most damage to Elsa if she gets hit by them. Uh, yeah, you uh, cast that. So there's no specific dice. What's target number six? I have to roll. That's a... So as they get closer, um, Talon, what do you do? I... So I'm dressed in all these like heavy furs, which look really out of place with this big sun hat I've got on and the fact that it's really like warm and nice where we are. And I think there's this minute where like the water in like the air, because we're near a lake, the water in the air kind of like crystallizes. And there's that kind of like, you know, in Let It in, uh, in Frozen, when Elsa does like the frozen fractals all around bit, there's like one of those like moments before like, this, there's this like icy sphere that kind of gently is wafting around Elsa that just whenever these creatures like touch it they start to go really slowly and it's almost like a haze of ice and snow that's very gentle so as they get closer to you Elsa they do in the moment start splitting away and surrounding you starts this uh, snowy mist and as they are trampling past you uh, they start slowing down, uh, having their limbs make it a lot easier to dodge you and your three cows. Yes. Uh, so none of y'all take any damage well, as they I are as they're slowing down. And through. I do say to let it go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't be mad. That's really good. As they're uh, passing, uh, Tullin, you were in the middle of making this uh, trap for one of them. Yeah. Though you took a small break from it as you cast a spell. Yeah. Roll me uh, dex plus dex to see if you can finish this up as they are passing to try to trap one of them. That's very fair. Eight. Three to five. So you were able to finish it as the uh, the last of the octofrogs come passing up and one of them triggers and it grabs a handful of their tendrils as it gets pulled up into this tree comedically as the other octofrogs do not pay attention as they uh, go past and are now coming near uh, pause which is what I did I paused <laughs> <laughs> hmm um well we have so far managed to get past these things without harming any of them so I think pause is definitely not trying to just start smashing them with her claymore 
Uh, so I think instead, I think, uh, I think I might just power through, like, wade through them, like, kicking them out of the way, but not, like, trying to hurt them, just trying to, like, power through, uh, with very powerful kicks as I push my way through the stream of Octofrogs. Yes, you can. Yes, it's gonna be strength plus strength. That's more passive style. (laughs) Eleven. So, these Octorocks are, uh, Splitting away from Elsa, causing two rows of Octoroks to kind of get off the beaten path a bit. Talon has captured one, and as they are coming toward you, pause. They are starting to reform near you, though your kicks and blows to try to keep them like separated, so you're not getting uh, squished. You are able to manage this without harming any of the Octo Frogs. Just some forceful uh, pushing, as these things are pretty huge. They're pretty massive. After these few minutes that felt a lot longer, the Octofrogs have passed and are now ter- making a hard right into the forest, and soon you'll heart hear splashing sounds from the, the lake that's next to y'all. Paz is, like, wiping off, like, the frog muck off of her boots, just like, oh, God, no, this is, these are very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, let me help with that? And I pull out like a, a a a rag just covered in 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 mud. No, no, thank you, thank you, Elsa. Um, but I am fine. I can, I'll handle it. Thank you. As she's just like <laughs> trying to wipe the slime off. You know that's why you never wear your best boots out on an adventure. They're for dancing and celebrations only. Well. Bake me like broccoli. <laughs> I've never even considered it. It's just personal choice. Do you want to help me with this octofrog here? I've got one, you see. Well, that does sound like a good time. I hope you didn't mind me interfering with whatever you were doing. I just, I had a bit of a fright when I looked up from making my trap. I thought they were going to trample you, so I thought I'd better just oh, slow them down a wee bit in case you didn't know that they were right there. Why, I do not possibly know what you mean. My words were very convincing, and those frogs stuck right, stayed right out of my way. Well, you know, <laughs> I think that definitely was it. You are completely right, Elsa. It was just that, nothing else. That sounds right to me. <laughs> Elsa, is there any chance that we could put this on one of your wonderful coups? Because I don't want to spend the time here to, you know, to to skin it and and everything it could be a bit upsetting if you're not used to seeing something like this so maybe i'll just we'll just carry it and and uh you know i've got a little bit of frozen magic at my fingertips so i can keep it on on cooldown until we get back and i can sort it out in my own backyard you know well of course i, I got a space right there on betsy well, that is very kind of both you and betsy and i am very grateful and i will make you a hat out of this in thanks not our problem. Uh, y'all are able to put the Octofrog on top of Betsy with no no real problem. Excellent. And I'll I'll put a little bit of my winter magic like into it, and I'll I'll do a little snowball storm, but inside it, so it's gonna be chilled. It's not gonna go funny. And yeah, the yeah, it keeps it keeps it preserved. Yeah, keeps it frosty. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Bury it under some like metal pots and pans and stuff, so it's got like it's got its own little cooler around it type thing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Right? Onwards and upwards. Uh, you three make your way through the rest of the the Evergreen Valley with no issues. It takes all the rest of the day and y'all are able to make up make camp real easily to rest up for the day. And you start the following day at the mouth of the Crystal River Caves entrance.
I will say Talon is a voracious snorer. Well, so are my cows. <laughs> Excellent. I'll go sleep with them. Paz is regretting ever wanting to go on an adventure <laughs> all night. She's like, oh, God, why did I? I wanted this. I thought I wanted this. <laughs> I will spend some time that evening, if possible, to like take measurements of the cow's heads and also of Elsa's head for, for a hat. So I've got my measurements down. I'm trying to do this bit by bit. Got my measurements down. <laughs> Absolutely. So you'll wake up the following day. Uh, on the outside of this cave entrance. Uh, and as you all make your way in, there's this big central uh, pond that flows out to the rest of the Crystal River Caverns, like across the every wall surface and any large stone that's in the middle of this pond are just all jettisoning crystals of varying and cascading colors. Oh my God, these are beautiful. And off on the the edge of this pond are just a bunch of small little single person boats uh, for people to to take. They're all like lined up. Wow. Well, poach me like a profiterole. <laughs> they just give out boats here. <laughs> I assume that we're meant to return them. Well, I mean, if we make it. <laughs> well, that's very true. <laughs> we might not make it, in which case I think we probably don't have to return the boat. I'm gonna fit my cows on these. Ooh. So there are um, three small uh, single-person boats, one for each of you, and there are kind of like three little pieces of, of driftwood, big in, uh, each big enough for the cows to be uh, on. Paz is all in. Does uh, are, do uh, any of the uh, I almost called them dogs? The very very big horned dogs have a uh, rope in their packs. Well, just let me have a look. <laughs> well, these are our, uh, we call them rubber bands. Uh, as you can see, what we do is we cut down the rubber trees and we take the trunks and slice it up. That is fascinating. I've never heard of that before in my life. I think Paz takes one and is like stretching it out to like test its strength. She goes, uh, yes, the tensile strength of this should be enough to tie the boats and the rafts together, I believe. Brilliant. And you're you're strong enough to do that, right? Because I'm I'm actually a bit of a weedy, weedy armed person. I believe I should be able to. That's great. It is, if you could call it that, my dump stat. So I'm not <laughs> gonna be helping you. Yeah, I think. Has and whoever else is like strong enough to start like binding these together uh, to help her would would start bind like start going in on Talon's plan to to bind the like make a basically a big boat. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big boat. Yeah, just collected boat. together of just a bunch of other boats. Yeah, that's how things work, right? If you just add yeah. them, they just become a bigger version of what they are. <laughs> Y'all take your time building this. Uh, cool boats uh, and and taking the time to get the cows situated on them. All right. But after about half the day, this boat and everything is ready for y'all to go down whichever of the paths you choose. Uh, can I cast a spell before we set off? Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. I wanted to go because um, I think what Talon described was like there was one boat at the front, then immediately behind that is the rafts and then on either side the other two boats is that correct yeah that's what i was thinking um i want to go to the boat at the front and uh um i place my hand on it and i i cast uh pure crystal light 
which encases the front of that boat in a glowing crystal. Oh, wait, do the crystals already glow in this cavern? They they, they have a faint glow, but this just adds some illumination because it, yeah. it could be oh. dark down these paths. You, you, you don't know. No one knows. I guess like palm sized crystals kind of like sprout out from the front of the boat and they give off this like uh, like very warm orange uh, light uh, off the front so that once we go into the cave, we'll be assured to have light. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. Those crystals that you made, are they going to last forever or are they going to disappear in time? They'll disappear after about half of a day, but that should be more than enough time for us to make our waves way through the crystals. That's wonderful. That's a fantastic skill. How useful would it be if you could have a hat that was maybe a wee bit protected, like a hard hat, but it had a light in the middle of it so you could see what you were doing in a dark space? Talon, that is a genius Absolutely idea. impossible. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's, I would have said, Elsa, I would have said the exact same thing this morning if you'd run it by me, but here I am now looking at these light-filled crystals on a boat and I'm thinking... It could be a hat. <laughs> well, you see a hat everywhere you go, don't you? That is the true beauty of life. Everywhere you look, it's just hats if you know where to look. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I truly appreciate your dedication to your craftsmanship, Talon. I will thank you very much. And I don't doubt that in the crystal caverns, you may very well find your permanent light-bearing crystals. That. Oh. Don't, don't get me too excited, because it's, if it's not there, I might be upset now that you put that thought in my head. No, it doesn't matter. I can think about it. Maybe get someone to enchant them. Oh, wonderful ideas. Thank you so much. So I'm, I'm ready to ship off when y'all are. Well, so am I. Let's just take our place on the... Oh, Lando! <laughs> oh, no! Lando's taking my boat! Guess I'm gonna have to go on the raft. I think maybe you should maybe convince Orlando to not do that, because I was thinking the two on the side would kind of be helping with the steering. I don't know if Orlando's gonna be doing a great job at that. No offense to Orlando. <laughs> I mean, I could ask him. Oh. Also, will it be necessary to tie your cows onto the raft directly, or are we going to be able to manage this? Well, I trust them not to go off. They they will not obey me, but they look out <laughs> for their own mortality, <laughs> because if one of them were to die, they could no longer spread chaos. <laughs> well, that's very good to hear. Alright, Orlando, I, I think maybe you and me, Orlando, we take the side boats and houses up front with the strength. Alright, I, yeah, and, uh, Paz is good to ship off. Yeah. We'll go. Yeah. Alrighty. And which way are y'all wanting to take? So there are, are three paths. So Northwest? Yeah. 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 Alrighty. So you'll make y'all's way down the Northwest Pass. Now, if all of y'all can roll me navigation checks and you all three of you have to meet a certain threshold like a, a total from all three of y'all eight got a nine also nine y'all are able to uh navigate through these slow currents that are kind of pulling y'all left and right through these uh tight corridors of crystals that are jutting out uh 
but you are able to manage to easily navigate and you get into this bigger uh, opening cavern and in the center of it are these just beautiful multicolored crystals that are just popping out there just glowing and illuminating this whole uh, room those take my breath away look at them how many do you think we can take with us we should get as much as we can I agree, but we need to be careful with the boat. We don't want to steer it too close and, and tear it up. So, I'm, you know, we're, he- we're not here for crystals. We're here, of course, for the Book of Memories for Gramps. So I'm, I'm happy to just take what we can off the walls without causing too much damage. All right. The ecology of the area is very important. You mustn't disturb it too much. Do you think the crystals will grow back? Will we be affecting the crystal population? Well, that's, Are there any crystal farmers? Well, that's the exact that sort of... a crystal of, farmer? You could be, I'm sure. That's the exact sort of ethical dilemma we hat makers go through all the time. Excellent. Let's try to get you your materials, Talon, so that, so that you can make your masterful hat. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess it... I guess it uh, Houses at the front, but all three of us are like trying to like steer right. So we're trying to get as close to the crystal wall as we can, so that Talon can like n- grab something, get something. Yeah. Get a nice, yeah. a nice big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So y'all are able to uh, take your time and and steer uh, near it, and there is a nice big uh, piece that is jutting out. That's like about uh, two handfuls. Uh, that y'all are able to, uh, with a bit of effort, break off. And the, like, uh, dust that comes from, like, the, the piece that breaks uh, has, like, a sweet smell. It smells almost like candy. Oh, amazing. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna lick, I'm gonna lick it. I lick the crystal. Uh, it, 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 tastes, it tastes sweet. It doesn't taste uh, bad at all. It kind of does taste a little bit like candy. That is fantastic. Oh, give me a bit here. I'll break give off another. I'll break off another bit, and I will give them to <laughs> Elsa and to to Paz. Take a look at that rock. All right. I? And I try and take a nibble. <laughs> you you take a nibble, and it's flavorful. Uh, Why it reminds me of Papa's cooking, not the sweetness, the fact, the rock, the rockness. <laughs> <laughs> I think after watching uh, Elsa try very hard to eat one, <laughs> Passage is like, um, these are not typically used uh, for spices. They're typically used for decoration, um, for magical properties. Talon, I think they would be excellent for your hat. Elsa, I don't think that you should eat any any more of them. I don't think... Please, please don't eat... Don't Elsa, don't eat the rocks, please. Well, you see, this is the problem with you city folk. You're too tied up in what people usually do. <laughs> well, if you get a really bad stomachache in, in two to eight hours, you let us know, and then we'll we'll see who's laughing then. <sighs> but you All know right, what? Well, I should crush some up and uh, put it in the fur of my cows. Elsa, why, why would you do that? Why? They might, well, they might ease the stench. Elsa, well, oh, actually, actually, no, that's a quite good idea, Elsa. That, that actually might work. I think you should do that. Okay, I'm gathering rock. Uh, not like a whole, I don't want to, I don't want to jeopardize the boat. I don't want to jeopardize our mission, but I'm gathering a good amount of crystal. And I don't want to jeopardize the cave. 
and y'all get enough to rub on the cows. They kind of smell a little better. <laughs> but that's then just real hard to get rid of fully. But it's yeah. it's more tolerable for sure. You know, like it suddenly does mingle with the cow stench in a strange way. <laughs> it really it kind of curdles inside your nose now. Before it was like a punch. Mm. But now it's kind of tickling. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure it's better. It might be worse. It It might be worse, you're it right. It might be Pops. worse. Mm. Well, I'm just hoping once we have to eat them, they'll taste better. <laughs> hold, 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 Elsa, Elsa, earlier, a few days ago, you described these cows as your children. Are you telling me that later on you're going to eat them? Well, once they make more children, yeah. Oh, Elsa, you're... By the age of 20, the stench milk is toxic. <laughs> <laughs> Elsa, I do have a a, a, a thought occurs to me. Um, We've been talking so much about experimenting with new creations and with the creative process. And uh, Talon, that idea of of the stink cheese is very fascinating to me. I do have a spell (laughs) that can turn any edible (laughs) substance into a jam. Into a, a jam, in, into like a, one that you put on your toast in the morning. It, yes, and I wonder what would happen if I were to use the spell on the stink milk. Elsa, uh, are you familiar with the uh, with the magic jam bottle, the ritual spell? Well, I am not. I do wonder whether the stench milk does qualify as edible. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fantastic experiment because if it does, you can tell it everyone. Be fun to try. Well, you can tell everyone certified edible by whatever deity or whatever deems things edible by magic. And if it's not, well, you don't have to tell anyone, and we won't let anyone else know. This may be something mm-hmm. that we'll have to try when we make camp this evening. I think that's mm-hmm, a fantastic mm-hmm. idea. I put on my mentalist. Shall we keep on going? Yes, please. Alright, so which exit do we want? We need to now take the west, southwest exit out of here, if I'm, if I'm reading the map correctly, because it looks mm-hmm. like it's blocked if we go the other way. Mm-hmm. So first, first exit off the roundabout. Alright! Alright, so once again, roll me another travel check. Oh no, four. Oh, five. Oh no. Five. Oh no! Oh no. Um, Alright, so you are able to make your way uh, down this uh, southwest uh, path. It has a quick sharp turn that y'all weren't prepared for, and you clip a bit of your, your boat. Uh, it doesn't oh. seem to be taking on water at the moment, though there seems to be another fork, uh, another southwest um, path, and one that is uh, northwest. I would like to avoid Southwest, please. <laughs> I have, I have, I have repair as one of my skills as an artisan. Um, so, if possible, I'd like to just kind of like start repairing the boat. That we okay. Clipped. So, uh, if you're repairing the boat for the next yes. travel check, because y'all are on currents, like the, your boat is not being stationary right now, mm-hmm. you mm. won't be participating in this, but you will be able to repair the boat. I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to try and repair it. Okay, so roll me repair. And can uh, Zach and Sammy, can you both roll me uh, travel? I think that this next check is uh, pretty important. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would like to concentrate on it. 
Absolutely. Um, so so I knock. I totally forget about the um, stench jam, <laughs> and this becomes my only priority. Um, twelve. So I guess my first question is, since we like hit this wall, um, if I like, if Pa's like really dug in with her oar to try to like right the ship and was like fighting the current and like our hit, any chance I could do my travel with strength plus strength? Absolutely, yeah. That sounds awesome. Seven. You're able to go northwest on this uh, splitting path, and as you come down, there's another uh, sharp turn. You know, we're a little bit more prepared, but you still scrape the left side of your boat this time. Not as bad as the right. Lando, watch out! That one's gonna have to wait, I'm afraid. And y'all are able to uh, sail even quicker down as the as the current gets a bit faster, uh, and y'all end up in this uh, pool, uh, this larger pond, and the exit of this cave. Mm. Well, I am glad that we do not own these boats. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true, but I can fix it. Don't worry, we're gonna leave them in good condition. Why do we have to return them to the start of the thing, or uh? How does that work? I mean, what if someone had just come by? Then there wouldn't have been any boats. The boats are continuously restocked by carpenters that live just off the off of the lake. Wow, the world the, is full of wonders. It 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 really is. Alrighty, and with that, you all exit the cave. Uh, y'all take the night to recuperate and rest and camp up. I will spend the night repairing the boat. Okay, perfect. So you uh, spend most of the night repairing the boat. Uh, do y'all test out making um, jam out of uh, stinky milk? Yes. I Please. Yes, I think so. I think Paz has never, like... Paz is very well educated and is very skilled at fighting and is skilled at many things, but has never, I don't think, really gotten to make things she is not an artisan she's not had a chance to be an artisan really um outside of her education she's never made something just to make it and is feeling very inspired by both elsa and Tallinn, um and is so excited to preserve this stink milk um well all right well here's a bucket full just like you asked. <laughs> you should watch this, Elsa. It's, it's really fascinating. And she starts doing like the magic ritual to like enchant this jar to uh, to make preserves out of the stink milk. Uh, yeah, it works. It turns it turns into uh, preserved jam. <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> well, that certainly is the wrong color for jam. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very uh <laughs> it's definitely an odd color for sure but apparently it is edible as it did change <laughs> i'm imagining like a gray green mayonnaise <laughs> in my mind well that's what you got um and paz is so excited let's give it a taste <laughs> oh 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 my! No, 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 no! That is that is wretched. That is, um, um. You know what? Uh, That's still about the third nicest thing I've tasted this oh, year. Mm. <laughs> 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 it's so gross. 
I'm not even near you. Talon, I um, uh, I made something. Uh, I Did made... you mean to? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. It's it's. I'm. I preserved the stink milk. Why? It's very potent. I, I that is. I can smell. Let me have a look. Oh Christ! No, I'm not getting near that. You can. We like taste. No, you know I'm all right. I'm really. Actually, do you think? What are the properties of stink milk? <gasps> what if you could make a hat that had like a little spray in it, and if somebody got too close that you didn't like, you could spray a bit of stink milk on them. Tallinn, that is a terrible weapon that should never exist. Please, <laughs> please, for the love of the dragons, do not make that. Now, you, do you remember? Uh, do you remember earlier I was talking about the ethical decisions that hat makers had to go through every day? Well, here's another one. Well, this jam is horrible and wrong and should never be consumed by <laughs> Betsy. Stop eating your own jam! Oh, 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 oh Betsy, no. <laughs> Paz, can I just, however, congratulate you on making something? Because I think that's fantastic. And and you've had this idea, you've thought it through, you've brought it to stinking fruition. But you've done it, and that's fantastic. <laughs> thank you. Th- thank you, Tal. And to my knowledge, no one has ever made anything like this. And <laughs> while I'm glad to have been the first... I sincerely hope I am the last, and I think I like, <laughs> dump it in the campfire. Oh no! Uh, don't the put campfire. It in the- oh <laughs> no! Now it stinks. It smells like burning stench. Oh, Why no, would you no, do no. that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was. I'm sorry. I just. Uh, I, uh, I just uh, wasn't thinking. Smells like home. <laughs> and we we fade on to the rest of the evening <laughs> in the stinky camp. Um. Though the morning, you are all uh, rest up, a little smelly, and outside of the cave is the continuing of the river, and off in the distance, you can see the walls of the Zayrun ruins. Well, looks like we've made it, and in good time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. We didn't really have a time limit. No, we didn't, and that's why it's still in good time. Let's get started. Uh, uh, pause. Do you know anything about these ruins? Is there anything that we should be keeping our eyes open for or anything? That's a good question. Let me see what Paz knows. I only got a nine. Okay, roll me uh, either spirit or intelligence for whoever wants to help. Just one of the die. So I've so I think I know like quite a lot of traveling songs and things. So I'm gonna like go through my mental karaoke song bank and see if i've heard any songs that mention these ruins with with like with my spirit if that's if that's doable yeah yeah if you can you know feel and remember uh, a bardic tale of this place yeah because bard was the other class i thought i might go for no oh, i only got a three but you can add that on okay no no it, it gets added so nine plus three twelve okay you uh you both know from either song or uh legends told in some books that uh the ruins of Zerun is a not a dilapidated city, but an ancient city that has just gone to ruin from some mysterious race that no one knows any real details of. Everything about the city, its construction, and the people who live there are just legends and, and rumors and nothing that you know, makes much of any sense. 
is this a place that I would have been taught is a dangerous place or just a a place an empty place um you have heard no tales of any danger happening in this place like you haven't heard tales of any monsters or anything uh it's just typically people you know that people travel here to try to find treasure and stuff but what's considered treasure in this is up for debate people have brought rocks with symbols and like it's treasure who knows <laughs> uh and as y'all get to the the walls getting closer um the the walls are collapsed um letting the river flow flow through though docked on the side before the walls is this big like caravan type boat that has a bunch of trinkets and there's a big sign that says uh, merchant on it <laughs> hmm they might know something about the tome of memories or at least about the Zarun ruins. Hey, that's a very good well, idea. Well, it would save us a lot of time if we could just buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if they're going to be taking payments in stench milk here, though, so we might be out of our depth. Well, uh, did anyone check the stars, though, before we left? Maybe we could just bought one. <laughs> we sure have come a long way without doing our research. <laughs> <laughs> You stab like it. Let's go. <laughs> so you guys are approaching the. Uh, so y'all are wanting to dock with the uh, uh, merchant ship. Yeah. All right. Uh, you you all dock near the the merchant ship and walk aboard. Uh, there there's a man who looks very similar, uh, wearing denim green denim pants, a white shirt, and a green vest over top <laughs> with a large traveler's uh, backpack topped with a bedroll. Uh huh. Bryce? Well, hi there. Welcome to the Bryce with a Wise Shop. What can I do for you? Do you know a Bryce with an I? Nope, never heard of him. Never heard of Bryce with an I. Never heard of him. No, don't know anything about his maps. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That's really interesting. <laughs> it is interesting, especially if you're interested in maps. I got a whole bunch of maps. Do you know? Yep, I got, I got maps of of the forest i got maps of well i had a map of the river but it's gone i don't know what happened to it but i do have a map of these ruins if y'all are interested why well, stand aside we got some bargaining to do here i stand aside i let the master work you sure do got a map of the ruins and you're missing the map of the river well i think we can help each other <laughs> 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 right here I got a fine quality map of the river <laughs> and I would like to trade for your map of the ruins I do say this is my luck like a squirrel finding an acorn on a tree trunk <laughs> Dale cause I do need in fact to go through the, the rivers again don't want to get lost going up a waterfall again that was a, a pain <laughs> uh huh well it sounds like we've got a profitable business venture between us two he, he once again strokes his uh chin <laughs> uh pretending that there's a beard he's like indubitably okay let us swap and he put hands uh out one of the scrolls uh to you the the map and in his other hand he's waiting for the exchange to happen who's got the map has a uh, hands over the river map 
and <clears> you <throat> get the Zerud map, and the man goes, ha! Oh, that Bryceliff and I will never see it coming. And he uh, bids y'all uh, adieu as he kicks off his ship and he starts uh, sailing up with his steam-powered engine going like, going uh, upriver. I gotta be honest, the old one had actually more uh, helpful annotations. That is true, I miss the annotations now. Right, in we go, I guess. I... One thing I'm noticing is that these ruins are very large. And I'm not quite sure how we're going to find a single book in a city <sighs> of this size. I... Oh, real quick, can y'all all roll me a uh, perception, please? Nine. Thirteen. Eight. So... As y'all are sailing further down this uh, river that's going in between the the city, seeing all these runes, which are a very enchanting sight. Uh, these buildings have kind of like this teal uh, color to the stone as they rise up. There's a bunch of overgrowth just going to them, and it just all, overall just looks beautiful. And as y'all are just looking around, trying to figure out where y'all need to go, you see flying above this uh, bridge just in front of y'all, uh, in front of y'all and above y'all, uh, y'all see kind of this glowing large book floating uh, across and through buildings. Oh. Oh, do you think that could be it? <laughs> I think that stands a good chance. Maybe we could ask where the where the book we need is. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you give it a shout, actually? Because uh, when you were talking to the octofrogs earlier, you you were very good at it. So I think maybe you should give it a wee yodel. See if it if it replies to you. Wee <laughs> yodel? I'm afraid yodeling does count as a form of singing <laughs> in terms of federal ordinances. But yes, is, I can give it a shout. That is very true. Yodeling is a rare and beautiful art form. Wow! Hello there. Book person? A floating book? Or could you give us some directions? We're looking for a magical book right now. Alright, so also you call out to this book that's flying uh, across this this bridge. You, you see the book pause uh, as it gets to the end of this bridge as y'all are uh, about to go under this bridge. And it looks and it flies further into this city in a jovial manner. Well, that is just rude. <laughs> well, if the book thinks that it can do this to me, it does not know what I've had to deal with from sentient beings. <laughs> That's very astute. Well, listen, I think that book is leading us, so we should follow it. Don't you think, Paz? I do. I think that you're exactly right, Talon. I think Paz tries to dock the boat on the, uh, like, on the shore so that they can follow into the city. I think what I would like to do... So there's all these, like, pathways and stuff, right? Yeah. I would like to convince my cows to, like, position themselves to block off as many as many options as possible to, like, try and confine the book. Uh, so you all uh, dock on the shore and get up to the bridge, and you see the book off in the distance taking a right. Elsa, you, you send your cows to try to, uh, you know block it off by going in different directions and they they leave 
just not in the direction she pointed. They're kind of going in their own way, but they are, they're now departing away from you. Oh my, well, I do not know what I expected. <laughs> um, so I'm going to cast Snowball Storm, but I'm going to cast it kind of in front of me so that I can, kind of, you know, like Mr. Freeze in The Incredibles? Oh yeah, so you're going to so, surf uh, on ice? Yeah, like just that. to like go a bit faster to try and keep up with it as, as it's going real quick. You go jettisoning, you go icing off. Uh, after this after this book uh zach what would you like to do i think uh so it's out of our line of sight now right it like passed behind some buildings yes i think paz is just booking it just running as fast as she can um booking it (laughs) um and she uh holds up uh her her left hand and she casts arrow compass I think since I've made visual contact with the book, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that the I can cast the spell so that the arrow is always pointing towards the book. Yeah, absolutely. So you now have a, a arrow on the palm of your hand flo- floating above it pointing to this book. Yeah, it's this little arrow of like of uh, like this um, again, sort of like warm orange energy uh pointing towards towards the book and i am just booking it and every every time the arrow changes directions paz like uh paz like skids and turns on a dime and like runs down alleyways and is just going and what is elsa doing after sending the three beautifully smart cows off to to help stop the book well see here book do you think that this is fun and games are you are you enjoying yourself right now? We need directions, alright? So why don't you just slow down and be a nice cooperative book? Still are chasing after this book. Pause, you're sprinting uh, toward it, following the direction of your, your compass. Talon, you're or ice surfing, I should say, uh, toward the book, trying to get it. And Elsa, you're shouting at the book uh, far off as your cows are. Uh, off and around mm-hmm. yeah so i'm shouting at the book well see <laughs> you gotta you gotta go you gotta come here um and the cows are very used to hearing me say that kind of thing and so they know i want them to come to me so they're gonna do anything but that so they start running um and as Bordus is running runs past Talon uh, and as it does it's like dropping gear from its back yeah um, including hopefully a pile of rope and probably like a can opener and like (laughs) I don't know um um so that's where that's where Bordis goes but at the same time Betsy runs gets tired and stops down a random corridor but little do we know it is perfectly in place Okay, so I see uh, boats running by me, and I see this, like, bit of rope on the ground, and I kind of, like, pull the ice onto my feet so that, like, as I'm skating along, kind of in the air, not quite on the ground, I suddenly, like, lift up and I flip so that I am for a minute, like, upside down so I can grab the rope off the ground. And as, like, a hunter-trapper artisan, I'm very used to tying, like, a quick, uh, like, noose knot, and I will swing that thing round in the lasso as I do like a barrel roll in the air to hook round the book 
and to try and like pull it closer but my strength is so weak i'm actually very weak and i have suddenly yoinked up into the air with a kind of oh, oh no and as Paz is running through these uh, alleys and corridors following the arrow, uh, she sees that ahead of her, uh, the arrow is just pointing directly at this cow uh, that has stopped as, as, uh, as Paz is running towards the swamp cow. She sees uh, from like a cross street, the, the, the book go flying, carrying Talon uh, beneath it. And Paz holds her breath and vaults onto the cow, vaults off of the cow, and wraps her arms around Talon to uh, give them the weight to pull the the flying book down and capture it. Uh, and as you are dragging this this book down to the ground, landing on the ground forcefully, though this book is still trying to struggle going forward, though it gets caught in the mouth of of Londo the cow and it's just kind of like knobbing on it Londo do not eat that fine book person don't don't eat it I'm so glad I found you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but you have captured this very large uh, tome Paz is like trying to catch her breath and starts like walking through like like helps Talon up as well Oh, thank you so much (sighs) Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the it's the tome of memories. We we found it. What do you think this is? You think it's this one? I yes, I hope. I hope. Lords, I hope. Oh, I didn't think of it like that. Oh, that makes sense. Hi, I know. I feel I feel like we were at three different stages of thinking. I was somewhere between the two of you. I thought this book was somehow going to lead us to the other one, and you were right back to what the hell's going on. But here, Pals had got it all figured out. No idea if that's right. That's just what Pals is certain of it. Well, why don't we read the front cover? Let's do that. Can anyone get it out of Lando's... Can anyone... I'm afraid to put my hand too close... Uh, to his mouth. Oh, well, yeah. I got swamp fingers. I'm not afraid of some saliva. <laughs> I, think, I think if you put your hand too near that mouth instead of losing one, you'd come back with three. <laughs> well, I don't know what you mean. Look, here is the book right now in my hands. Oh, no, don't. Oh, my gosh. There are bite marks. <laughs> Oh, Gramps won't notice. He won't know. We'll just say we found it like this. Exactly. Well, let's see. Right here on the front, it does say... On the front of this book, uh, it says family album. And off in the distance, y'all hear, Kids! Kids, it's time to come inside! And with that, uh, you all uh, look around you of these uh, blue-painted cardboard boxes... Uh, past the mini slip and slides and this uh, garden that seems to have a bunch of these octopus dolls with uh, with like these frogs like sewn onto them and off in the distance uh, you three see y'all's grandma oh <laughs> like our grandma is calling us Aww. Gramps is like uh, in the middle of like holding like the 
the three cows with like with his two hands. Cute. <laughs> oh, we were kids playing all along. Yeah, and you all gather uh, your toys and things, all your crystal candies, all oh. the bunch of other stuffed animals. I shall make your way uh, in with the family album, and you all sit and look at the album while y'all eat dinner. And that's the end of the game. But first, if y'all can introduce yourselves, the podcast y'all uh, do, and we'll start with uh, Sammy. Okay. Well, I am Sammy. <laughs> um, my pronouns are they, them, um, and I am the DM slash host slash editor of Queer Dungeoneers, which is an actual play podcast about being who you are by being someone different. We play Dungeon World, and we have a lot of fun and a lot of feelings. It's very good. <laughs> and Yubi. My name is Yubi. I have been Yubi this whole time. My pronouns are also they, them. Um, I am the DM. I'm, I'm kind of mainly the DM for The Mortal Path, which is a podcast that started out in 5th edition, but now we do our main campaign in 5th edition, so an episode for the 5th edition one comes out every... Fortnite, but we also play a lot of other games around it so we've done dungeon world we've done some indie games we've done uh there's no way out of this arena we do like the little games on on itch.io and we try to learn and play lots of different games um and it's really good fun somebody called it their <laughs> their emotional support horny podcast so there's just like it, we've got the explicit <laughs> tag on itunes for a reason like there's a lot of of <laughs> bad jokes and zach hi i'm zach my pronouns are he him i am primarily the gm uh, but also co-host of the duet actual play podcast heart points uh, where we recently wrapped up a long-running duet dungeon world campaign but we play lots of other games as well we recently played the quiet year and now i think probably in the future we're gonna play ryutsuma yes which I will be very uh, excited and looking forward to see or hear. <laughs> and uh, I'm Xander and the editor and DM or storyteller of Heartbeats, a heartwarming fantasy. I hope everyone had fun playing. I hope everyone had a great time listening. Sure did. And yeah. we hope you all enjoyed the other episodes for IPM this year. Bye. 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 Hey everybody, thank you for listening to this uh, very special actual play episode for International Podcast Month. If you'd like to listen to more cool, great cool stuff, go to internationalpodcastmonth.com. You can check out the Twitter at PodMonth. And you can just message all of us. Uh, Zach, Yubi, Sammy. Don't, don't at me though. I don't, don't at me. <laughs> no, you can have it. It'll be great. Uh, you know, you can always use the hashtag IPM2019 on Twitter, and we'll, most of us will like and retweet and maybe comment. Uh, just let us know. It's really great. This, this outro is going on very long. So I'm going to, I'm going to stop. We're going to hit this, hit this record button. Bye, friends. 
The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is Morning Dew by Liquid and used under a Creative Commons license. The link is in the show notes. You can support International Podcast Month via Coffee or PayPal and by retweeting, sharing, and talking about the event using the IPM 2019 hashtag. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and information on the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.